Well, welcome to another Henrico's Environmental Action Resource Team podcast. My name is Jeff Widell, and we are here once again to talk about all things environmental. And we are here with some special guests today. We have Lauren Field, who is with the James River Cleanup. That's right. And Megan Brown, who is the um, executive coordinator for Keep Henrico Beautiful. Yeah. So thank you for coming out this morning. And thank you for having us. Yeah. So yeah. so um, we're here to talk about a special event that's coming up pretty soon. Um, who wants to start? I can go ahead and start. Okay. Okay. Well, we're me and Megan were helping put together the James River Advisory Council's twenty uh, fourth annual James River Regional Cleanup, which is going to be on September 9th. Right. And the cleanup is a collaborative effort of lots of different groups, lots of different localities and nonprofits. And so we have cleanup sites across the James River watershed um, in eight uh, different localities, 11 different sites total. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of these sites are accessible by boat. A lot of the sites are accessible by foot. Some are in parklands. And so there's really a place that's convenient for a lot of folks throughout the watershed so you don't have to travel far and it's a great event for the community to come out and help enjoy nature and enjoy the james river and and give a little bit back to the river right and so um one of the things uh, about the heart group is that we have subcommittees and one of them is the water resources committee and this is definitely right up our alley and um megan if you could kind of talk a little bit about the the tie-in to henrico county with this event Oh, sure. So um, Henrico County has a location in the James River Regional Cleanup. We're at Osborne Park and Boat Landing. Mm-hmm. So um, we've been there for, gosh, years and years. I, I yeah. Possibly. It's one of the original full, sites. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. 24 years. Wow. Um, Henrico has been out at the boat landing. Uh-huh. So we would love for people to come out, make the trip out if you already live out. Um, that way, you probably are very familiar with the park. If you don't, it's just um, east on Route 5, and then you hit Osborne Turnpike. It's a very nice drive. You get to see um, people biking and walking along the Capitol Trail as you drive out there. Mm. And then um, you just get a spectacular view of the James River while you're cleaning up litter. Wow. And this is going to be um, with and, – and, we, yes, we are talking about the grand event, but we do need to try to focus on what's happening in Henrico area. Sure. And so this is going to be something that's going to be coordinated when people get there, coordinated through Keep Henrico Beautiful, as well as Recreation Parks, correct? Yes, we will both be out there, and then we will have um, the Division of Solid Waste will come pick up the trash with right. one of our refuse trucks. So, um, yeah, we're, we're excited again to be there. Cool. Well, Lauren, uh, you've had, I think you've had some experience with these things over the years. A little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me what, what kind of, all right, maybe it's a, it's a multifaceted question, but why do this and what kind of stuff, how does it help? Okay. Well, first of all, our goal is to remove trash from the river, right. obviously. I mean, we wouldn't be doing it for any other reason, but we also hope to, share the share the message that you know that trash doesn't get there on its own Mm -hmm. and that trash doesn't originate there most of the time right it's not that there was some random careless river user who decided to toss their coke bottle in the river most of the trash that we find floats in from other places in the watershed 
Mm-hmm. Um, so really, I think the the message that we really want to send is that in order to protect the river, you need to be a little, a little bit more responsible and mindful with your trash on land. Mm-hmm. Because if, for example, you're driving a load of trash to the dump and you have an uncovered load in the back of your truck, it could blow out the back of your truck, it could land on the street, and it could get washed into a storm drain. Storm drain will carry your trash to the nearest creek, which then carries it on to the river. Mm-hmm. The same thing can happen at home. If you are leaving your trash by the curb and you don't put a top on your trash can and an animal gets in there at night like a raccoon and pulls your trash out, the same thing can happen there. It can right. wash into a storm drain onto a creek. So we really want to bring home the message that cleaning up the river is not only at the river itself, but it starts at home. Hmm. And it starts on the streets, and it and it starts, you know, in your neighborhood, and that's really how the watershed works, and that's sort of the main p- purpose uh, of this event, is to illustrate that fact. You know, hmm. you can, sure, it's great to come out and clean up the river on the day of, but when you go home, let's a little bit be a little bit more mindful about what goes on in our own daily right. lives. Right, and we've um, with the Heart Group, we have had uh, um, several opportunities, and Megan has had a lot of opportunities for outreach. And one of the things that I have been hearing from people is, how can I help? All right. So this is definitely, Megan, wouldn't you say that this is probably a really good volunteer opportunity for people that really want to get something going? Absolutely. Um, We invite everybody to come out, whether you're an individual or a family, or maybe you have like a team from your work. Mm. Uh, You have a scout group, a church group. We invite everybody. And like Lauren said, there's 11 sites. So, you know, of course we want you to come out to the one in Henrico, but, but there's opportunity throughout the region. So, absolutely, absolutely. Um, right. you know, young and old. <laughs> yeah. What, um, what can people expect? And, and, and again, this is a, uh, is this a, a, a video podcast, but it's also an audio podcast. So Megan has brought some toys with her like normal. <laughs> I call them toys. What kind of things have you brought today that you can show us that, uh, and, and I guess there has something to do with the event? Yes, just some tools of the trade. We have, uh, through at all our sites, we have litter grabbers. And I know those of you who are listening can't see, but, um, you know, the usual litter grabber is about three and a half feet long. And, you know, it squeezes on the end. We use this um, for safety, for when you're, you're picking up things, maybe you don't want to touch glass yeah. bottles. We find a lot of things like that. Um, I also, out at Osborne, we use an extra long litter grabbers like we give to the boaters and also those on the shoreline who need to reach down. We also use the nets um, we give to the boaters. I was walking through um, the halls at work the other day and people thought I was going to catch butterflies. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no, no. Just getting ready for the river cleanup. We do ask people to bring... um, gloves and water we we generally have gloves but everybody likes their own pair of sturdy gloves bring Mm -hmm. water sunscreen bug spray if you want it um we provide the trash bags and we also um at some sites uh we provide safety vests as well okay so did i forget anything no and i just wanted to add that on all of our boater sites, we do provide long-handled nets, right. um, even tarps that you can put on your boat to right. keep your boat clean when you haul in trash. Um, I run the Dutch Gap site in Chesterfield County, and we right. do the same thing. We have a very similar uh, setup to what Osborne does. So right. we, and we try to keep that consistent 
across all of our sites so that all of our volunteers have the same you know, good experience. Right. And, th- and that brings up a point, too, that this is, there's two parts of this. There's on land in, and in the water, correct? That's right. So it's a, a, it's a specialty, there's a specialty group that you need, right? Yeah, we, we, we always have a, a need uh, for boaters, particularly at our two sites. I, yeah. That's why we're here. Osborne needs it, and so does Dutch Gap. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, an, another site this year that also has need for boaters, which is Ann Caro's Boat Landing. Mm-hmm. So there's a mm-hmm. boat launch there, too. So those three sites in particular definitely need uh, some boaters. Right. And But I think there's a boating opportunity at all of our sites. Yeah. You know, our yeah. sites stretch from uh, Lynchburg down to Goochland and Rico Chesterfield all the way down to Newport News. And, mm. Even James River State Park and Appomattox and Buckingham right. County. So there's there's plenty of places for people to go and bring their boats. Okay. So um, so what kind of stuff do you all typically find in these kind of cleanups? And, and maybe some of the unusual things that you found. Yeah, it really runs the gamut. Like, we love when we find tires. Not <laughs> that we love that there are tires in the river, but we love that we have it's like extra manpower to get them out whereas mm. if you're just doing like a single yeah. person cleanup it's hard so we we really try to um use the manpower to get the big things out we get tires all of the usual things that you're thinking of bottles and cans and fast food wrappers yep. straws unfortunately cigarette butts are still a really big issue yeah. in the litter world um, at Osborne, we usually have people picking up the parking lot um, because, you know, when we have a lot of times when we have volunteers, we we love to pick up the big stuff, but the little stuff is insidious as well. It's the little things that, that often get gets overlooked. Right. And I might add something about the cigarette butts because, I mean, people listening or watching by now might be thinking, well, who's at the river smoking and like tossing all their butts in the water? It's not that. That's, that stuff is washing off the streets. I don't yep. know if the next time you're at a, at a stoplight and, and you look down and you'll see all the cigarette butts on the street as people wait at the light. Right. It starts there. It yep. starts there. It gets washed every time it rains into a storm drain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to harp that message. Yeah. <laughs> it gets washed into a storm drain and it gets carried on to a, a local creek, right. which then carries it to the rivers. And they're not biodegradable. A lot of people think that that's cotton. In the filter yeah. of the cigarette butt, it no. is not. It's a type of um, plastic fiber. Yeah. It does not biodegrade, and it holds chemicals, so they really do not belong on the ground. Right, right. So how do I sign up? How do I, how do I, um, do I need to register? Where do I get information? How does this work? Uh, easiest thing goes to the James River Advisory Council website, which is jrac-va.org. Okay. And there's a full list of all the different sites and localities that participate, and you can sign up there as well. Right. And Megan, when is when is this, and how long does it last? What's the time? Uh, Saturday, um, September 9th. Right. Nine to noon. Okay. Um, Osborne's a little different. We do nine to eleven. Okay. Um, come. You'll just uh, get to your site. You'll there will be clearly marked um, tables or registration centers. Mm-hmm. Um, you, of course you you can register online, but then we'll have your name and everything to check you off. We'll right. do a safety briefing with you. Make sure you have all the tools that we talked about. Right. And then, um, you'll just be ready to go to pick up trash. Right. Rain or shine event. It rain or shine. We will cancel or reschedule if there's severe weather. Right. But okay. if it's just raining, it will, we'll, 
Okay. We'll push ahead. Well, anything else? Oh, I just wanted to uh, mention that, you know, there's always like the usual things that we find like bottles, cans, and cigarette butts, but it's always kind of fun too, to look out for the most unusual item. Yeah. And, you know, down where we are in Dutch Gap where, you know, things float in, we get all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. We found motorcycles in the river. And we've, <laughs> we've even found a message in the bottle. So wow, that was really neat. So we always like to try to showcase the unusual stuff that we find. Uh -huh. And if someone out there comes and comes to the cleanup and find something really cool or unusual, you'll probably get your picture taken and end up on our Facebook. So. Nice. Sounds like some yeah. kind of a contest. We do. We have a contest <laughs> every year. Yeah. One site wins for the most unusual item. Really so, cool. Yeah. One year at um, Osborne, we won for a little Pillsbury Doughboy. He was like the kind <laughs> from the 90s. I remember that. Nice. Yeah, he was. Well, I could say, yeah. whoo yeah. on that one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you all coming out to talk about this today. Um, and I'm excited to try to get the word out and to get people to, to come out and volunteer. Um, and on our table here, once again, we've got our mascot, Stuart the Turtle. <laughs> and he says... Be kind to the environment and choose to reuse. Yes. So here we go. That's that's it for today. And if you want to get more information about the Heart Committee, you can go to our website, which is enrico.us forward slash heart. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay,